right. Well, hey everybody, it's Zach. If you're uh, tuning in, thanks so much. Uh, I know it's been an extremely long time. 2020 is, uh, well, and I've said with just those four digits, two words per se, uh, crazy year to say the least. Um, has been a uh, interesting year for our group. Uh, we've had some uh, nuts things going on with uh, some crazy surgeries and open heart surgery and some team members and uh, appendix surgeries, but new babies and new uh, work experiences and people moving about the country again and uh, very interesting uh interesting times we're in for sure. Um, however, while we have not been recording very much, I uh, still had some uh, episodes on uh, Backlog, which is great. But again, my life has been crazy town uh, to this point. And I'm finally uh, just getting to uh, releasing and finally editing this show. Um, uh, the last one we recorded actually about a year ago today. Uh, we did have a great time recording this episode, and I definitely wanted to get it out. We're still not going anywhere. We will still finish this uh, crazy Ghost Ship of the Desert Dunes uh, module at some point. Um, still have a few episodes to go, still logged and uh, recorded, which is great. So I still have some time to, once I can actually find time to uh, edit these things. Um, but again, thanks so much for sticking with us. Um, while we haven't been recording too much uh, toward the tail end of the year, we have been playing a ton of RPGs digitally. You know, I think a lot of us luckily were able to do that. Very fortunate. Um, overall, it's been a, a pretty crazy, awesome year playing a lot of digital games. Uh, Call of Cthulhu, Hyperborea, doing some Traveler on Fantasy Grounds. There's a lot of stuff going on in the game scene uh, right now. A lot of cool stuff out there. Uh, but yeah, still definitely making some some room for a separate Hyperborea game. Hawker's running a, a really cool uh, sandbox Hyperborea in the uh, the Savage Boreal Coast and the Black Wastes has been a blast. Uh, but again, awesome Call of Cthulhu, awesome Traveler. Um, really cool systems out there that we've been getting to play a ton of while we have not necessarily been recording uh, very frequently. However, uh, again, I do appreciate you coming with us today. Um, we did, I have also was uh, delaying um, editing this one because I had to re-record some footage that we lost. Uh, we missed about the first hour uh, due to some technical difficulties. Uh, great start to 2020 if uh, that was uh, an omen of things to come. Uh, finally, we've been able to re-record some of this, uh, this, this fun banter uh, that we had at the beginning and got some stuff pieced together. So we had some fun. Uh, some fun time at the beginning of the, after the last episode, if, if you do remember from a year ago, or almost April, I think, when we last re uh, released an episode, uh, Sigurd was uh, narrowly escaped uh, a fiery death uh, in this sort of rock pile facing a trapdoor spider. Uh, we're still about, you know, days into the desert, Diamond Desert, uh, and we are continuing basically from there. Uh, this episode picks up uh, after the rock pile, after the found Atlantean objects. Uh, we, we did learn after that episode that some of these aluminum shovels and tools and uh, this this <laughs> sort of flamethrower backpack that uh, uh, Hawker has found uh, sort of is some sort of Atlantean origin. Nobody can understand the language, uh, even Vol. Uh, he, under he relays that to the party that it is Atlantean, but he is uh, not able to decipher that uh, at this time, some documents they found in there. Uh, other things that happened at the, the beginning of this episode that we kind of missed recording, uh, there's a lot of discussion about some levels up. Uh, Yokel actually missed the previous episode to this. He was not part of the Rock Pile adventure. Uh, he was kind of sleeping on the donkey after a uh, rough night of some lemon spritzers on uh, the Desert Nomad, the ship, uh, right before they left off. And, you know, Zuthus appeared to them in the horizon as they, you know, uh, approached this mouth of the River Aeolus, uh, get into the Diamond Desert, uh, where Vol has been leading them with his uh, divining rod. Uh, to the sort of iron leftover, iron deposits in this uh, riverbed. 
which he believes will take them toward Sigtrig Forkbeard's ship, uh, Ymir's Serpent. So that's where they're heading right now. Uh, pretty much just caught up. Uh, Yokel did have some training time. He actually leveled up the previous adventure. Um, and he uh, researched a very interesting spell uh, with some documents Vol had on his ship, uh, which we will hear more about later this episode. So uh, stay tuned for some fun, uh, some fun new spells that Yokel has acquired uh, since the last time. Uh, we did roll a three on our wandering whiskey table at the beginning of this adventure, the Balvini Doublewood, which was quite delicious. Uh, but we did miss our uh, recording toast, unfortunately. Uh, so again, uh, if you do, you know, are tracking that sort of thing, we did roll a three. Uh, it was quite delicious, um, and we enjoyed uh, starting off again uh, towards the Diamond Desert. So again, if you've uh, joined us tonight, I really appreciate it. Uh, again, thanks for sticking with us. I know it's been crazy for a lot of people. Um, you know, it has been a crazy year for us as well, like many others. Um, however, we are still very fortunate to be playing lots of games and, um, you know, still look forward to uh, things getting better now that we're in the beginning of 2021. Hopefully um, you guys enjoy. And again, I really do appreciate it if you are listening uh, out there. Um, and yeah, I think just as a quick other heads up, uh, if you're if you're not, haven't heard about it yet, uh, Total Con, Virtual Total Con uh, is coming up towards the uh, uh, middle of February. You also have Gary Con, obviously. Uh, some of us are running, uh, you know, check out the Hyperborea games there. Uh, there will be some games uh, I'm running and... Uh, some other people in the Hyperborea scene as well. So check those out. Uh, get some virtual gaming with us. Um, and yeah, it's a great system, a uh, great time. I hope you guys enjoy. Sorry, this is a little bit of a long intro. I did want to just give you an update on crazy things that have happened in our group. And again, we are definitely not going anywhere. Definitely will be finishing this. Everybody, knock on wood, is still, as at this point in the year, um, uh, generally healthy and sound. Um, and yeah, just still excited to be playing lots of awesome RPGs with with us, with all of you, and I hope you guys enjoy some of our t continuing Tales from Hyperborea. Hey everyone, my name is Jimmy, and I will be playing Sigurd Solvason, the Viking Runegraver. Hey, my name is Jonathan. I'm playing Fraki Ivendersen, the Viking Skald. My name is James Upton. I'm playing Jakob Colson, a Viking magician. This is Hawker, and stop bothering me! And hey everyone, it's Zach, and I'll be your referee for this and hopefully many more Tales from Hyperborea. And I guess since we did miss our uh, we did miss our initial toast uh, uh, being recorded, I think I will always love to give uh, give this as we start with a little fire, blood, and steel, the stuff of heroes. So the scene begins as our party continues traveling north along the river Aeolus. And again, we pick up uh, right uh, at the beginning, a uh, little banter, little uh, discussions of spells and things, and the last episode uh, where we left the rock pile. They come to a bend and look to the west. And about seven miles off the trail, there seems to be some sort of, maybe a cactus field in the distance. And off to the, to the east, it seems about maybe just two miles or so, there's this beautiful, shining, gleaming, some sort of dome. It's kind of hard to tell at this distance. 
uh, but looks very shiny and welcoming, if you will. And then to the north, uh, continuing along the way, some sort of, maybe some sort of oasis or palm trees. It's, again, just just at, the, at your at distance, there seems to be a, you know, uh, just a lot of different things in your in your view. Uh, pretty becalmed day. It's nice and clear. You can see over the dunes and. Uh, yeah, just, you know, Vol sort of leads you along the river. Just He seems to be just going straight generally toward the palm trees, toward the oasis. Uh, but again, you know, you see, again, you just, just see the glint of these this cacti field maybe to the west and uh, quite a bit further off than, uh, again, this gleaming dome sort of beckoning you uh, to the east. At this point, uh, the party decides that, uh, you know, the, the cactus field maybe would be interesting. Maybe it could be some extra water on the way back, uh, even though the donkeys have a pretty good supply at this point. Uh, so not really sort of a necessity uh, to travel that way at the moment. Uh, the dome looks very shiny and interesting, but uh, Vol sort of uh, encourages them to continue along the river. And uh, again, perhaps the dome, uh, uh, you know, might be another uh, venture to uh, come back to on the way back after the after the uh, Sigtrig Forkbeard's uh, ship is discovered at the further along the river. Uh, Vol thinks they can get uh, to the ship maybe by the end of this day. Uh, if they just kind of travel forward and march hard. Uh, again, the rivers, you know, this uh, divining rod seems to be um, leading the way very well. You know, Vol, Vol continues uh, and sort of encourages the group forward. But but Yokel, again, just, just still wants to find out more about the dome and just kind of tries to use some mathematical equations and figure out its height and width and sort of ascertains it might be like 50 feet high, 100 feet wide uh, from this distance using some 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 quick math sketched in the sand. Again, this, this sort of white stone marble dome just c- continues to uh, uh, pull the travelers in different directions. Uh, Vol, Vol and a few of the group still want to go north toward the river and just keep going toward the uh, original intention of the voyage. And there's a lot of a lot of talking about uh, going towards the dome as well. Uh, Sigurd then asks about, uh, you know, just keeping in mind this oasis, you know, hearing about potential mirages in the desert, you know, making sure that this could be a potential good place to camp along the way. It's even in the direction they're going. That's probably a good, uh, good safe spot, I'm sure, that uh, the party debate's going to as well. The party then just continue double-checking supplies. They determine they have about six days of food left uh, for the whole group. Um, you know, so, so time is, is a little bit of the essence, you know, getting to the ship and back. Uh, you know, the, the team sort of debates and argues about uh, how far off the trail they can really afford to go, uh, you know, traveling about 10 miles a day. Uh, in this harsh, uh, just kind of endless, relentless, des- desert, arid conditions. Again, the party, uh, do, do a quick recap on who's actually with the party as they're uh, going up, counting food and supplies, things like that. Of course, you have Jokel, uh, Sigurd, Fracky, and Hawker. Uh, in addition to uh, Jokel's hired henchmen, uh, Quill and Towawi, uh, nicknamed Q and T, if you haven't, don't remember that, uh, as well. And that's Envol, and that's it. The rest stayed on the ship, um, you know, with... Uh, uh, sort of Celts there as well, some staying back in uh, Cape Clencia with uh, the Ingram Ross, the young woman that was found uh, in the tomb. But again, that's uh, you know six days of food and uh, supplies for this particular crew heading north. And then Hawker pretty much gets fed up with all of this ridiculous tr- conversation and pondering over which way to go and decides to take matters into his own hands. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, eat a black mushroom. Well, look... All of the, the talking is annoying me, but I admit that I am curious about what this desert might hold. I'm hoping that by taking the mushroom I can get some kind of insight. I remember last time I had an incredible rush, 
and also some insight. <laughs> uh, after the sort of uh, putting the group on its back on the floor for the next minute or so, uh, Fracky pipes up and basically agrees. You know, uh, goes into yes, yes, Hawker. Uh, it's right that the, the the treasure uh, that we find away from the ship is ours. But perhaps we should go to this dome. Perhaps, perhaps there's other things to go to these. Uh, s- places just slightly off the beaten path. This mushroom was sort of gross. As he eats it, it's sort of this this, this burning, uh, gross taste, uh, even worse than the last one. Uh, but again, it does seem to affect his uh, intelligence slightly, just as the last one did as well. You feel a little nauseous for a second. It doesn't quite knock you out uh, that bad. But all of a sudden, you're like, that donkey's got three fleas flying around it. And then you begin to feel this, this liquid just sort of sloshing around in your backpack, left and right. Almost brings you back to your original travel from, from your homeland across the Hyperborean Sea. And, and from there, you just run your hand down the, down the hose for a little bit and, and just, just touch the edge of, this, edge of this nozzle on the end of this device and look at it very closely and, and smell the sulfur and... The, the burns, the burn from the night before. Maybe a little too close to your face. But it does remind you of home slightly. A slight chill down your spine. And then this westerly cactus field just comes into clear vision. And you see these large bees, the hair, the, the yellow and black stripes, the stinger. Is that venom coming out of them? It's completely crystal clear, even though it's six or seven miles away. These flying bees, the sound, the buzz, and the cactus flowers in bloom are just so beautiful. Just that the bees floating about, just their wings blowing the flower petals side to side. And this dome comes into clear view as well. This this Chipolina marble from your, your mining background, it comes into view. This white, shiny, sort of veined marble. Just reminds you of statues and things you've seen uh, from, your, from your homeland as well. And you stare, but it sort, of, it sort of fades in and out. It's very confusing. It seems like it was two miles, then three, then four, then three, then two. And then is it right there? It's right in front of you again. The depth is just a, just a little strange. Not, it's not quite computing in your head. But it shines. Oh, it's bright. It's gleaming. You feel like you see your reflection. Then you see yourself looking back towards the palm trees to the north. This oasis comes clear into view as well. But then, is there something hiding behind the trees? Is that, is that groups of people or... Something, something riding an animal, something, maybe it's a, is that a, something laughing? You hear this laughter. Is it in your own head or is it, is it coming from these creatures you can hear over the wind that swirls the desert dunes? It sounds like the mad, the mad cry of a hyena. Maybe are the hyenas riding this other creature? Some sort of triple horned, uh, shifting skinned creature. It's kind of hard to tell from here, but, but it feels hot and warm fresh is there is that another lizard or two or or three a group a cacophony of 
the pride of hyenas, hyena men, something riding. You smell the, the leather on their boots, the fresh meat of, of recent prey. And as you look up, the sun beats, the sweat pours down your face. And as you look up toward the red hyperborean sun in this clear, becalmed day, you're just reminded of, of things you were going, places you've been, places you wish to go. And you look again toward the dome and the refl- and just you see into it or something in it. It's hard to tell. Is it, is it clear? Is it? Are you in it? You feel, you feel enriched, enlivened, just ready to do anything, ready to conquer the world, ready to carry on and make your way to the ship if that's, if that's where it needs to happen. And again, the liquid sloshes in your backpack. Slosh, slosh, and the sweat drips down as your hand twitches on the trigger of this device. Ready for anything. Ready for the world. Ready for adventure. Wow. Also very self-conscious that someone's going to notice that I'm tripping. Does anybody notice anything strange about me? Yeah. So I'll kind of, you know, walk gingerly up to the group and uh, I'll say, you know... Fellas, I might be seeing things, but does anyone else see a lot of really big bees over there in the cacti? Could just be me, but there are really big bees over there. But no, no, but no, 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 yeah, thank you. So, no. So that's all fine. That's all fine. You know, it, 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 it and now, look, Fro- Frocky, our, our colleagues here might be possessed of some kind of greater valor than you and I, but I thought you were speaking the truth, saying that we're here for the loot that's not on the path, am I right? And gosh, if that shiny iridescent dome doesn't hold some loot, you can just... Stick that long sword of yours through my chest right now because I, I'm telling you, there's something cool in there. There's something magical in there. There's something powerful in there. And if we don't go to that dome, I, I, I might lose it. I might, I might lose it. So, Frocky, you have some skills. I've got some scouting skills. I'm going to go up ahead a little bit. I'm going to take a look. I'm going to see if I can report back something about what's in that incredibly opalescent onion marble over there. Hawker, you sound very weird. Well, what have you been doing back there? I like these insights. He kind of hears you as you talk about um, the bees and just like, how can you see the bees? That's, that's very far away. There's bees. <laughs> the uh, who who's talking to me right now? Volkov two, the visit of Kramerium Vol. at your service. Vol, Vol, I knew you would see the bees. You see the bees, Vol. I do not see any bees, Hawker. It's too far. You oh. see those bees near the cacti? I do not see it. I thought you were. Oh. Uh, n- never mind. Where, 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 why, why would we mess with the bees when there's this shining opalescent monument beckoning us right ahead, Vol? Come on with Frocky and I. We're on our way. <laughs> but, Hogger, it's... T- I mean, 
He kind of he kind of looks at you and does notice the gleaming dome and is going to roll a little react. Wow. Okay. You know what? I do like his dome. Is it domes? I think um this one. I think. I'm let me remember that uh, it looks so close to the trail. It's right. You're right. It is very close. It's very close. Um, just to be quick, quick out and back. Um, if we stay quick out and back. Um, and just no dilly dallying in the dome. If you see anything, um, we get it and we go. And no to the dilly dally dome. The dilly dally dome. <laughs> we say simple rhymes like this in Carberium all the time. Um, okay, I, I guess we go to the dome. Um, but again, no, no. I just don't remember the dome and it's Zuthos. Uh, Zuthos. He kind of kind of like thinks back for a second. And as he kind of as he kind of sitting there pondering, he's like this dome, diamond desert, dilly dally dome. The diamond desert, uh, Zuthus, uh, the city, the Hyperborean city, domes. Um. Fracky, he kind of, kind of like looks at you. Do, do you remember? Do you know anything about the, the Valimar V's? Does that name ring a bell to you, Valimar V's, the Hyperborean, from Zuthus? Uh. Yeah, spits a little as he. Uh, <laughs> The second double wood, fiber and steel. <laughs> this game has gone so really different right than <laughs> before I left. So if you, re- <laughs> if you remember, I, on uh, one of my abilities is folklore. Yes, I can I recall a random yes. fact. So wait, wait. Um, I think this this one. I think you need to roll your intelligence. All right. All right. Oh, no. No. Oh, 17. 17. 17 over, over 13, right? Yeah. You know what? I've, I think I have a note here in my, in my book. I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> so I'm going to hop up on this lemon spritzer from earlier. I believe, uh, I believe, I do believe, now that I think about it, with the city of Zuthus, which is near the shore. Hayoko, you stop through that part. I'm sorry. You can hear about it later. This ancient Hyperborean city of Zuthus, I believe... There was a sorcerer prince, Valmar Vs. I believe his ser- his servants must have been the one to build the dome in the desert. He liked to be kind of out uh, on his own in the city, from away from the city of Zuthus at the shore, where the mouth of the river Aeolus hit the, hit the uh, ocean. <laughs> Valmar Vs, of course. <laughs> <laughs> The weird look from Yoko. <laughs> Let me take a lemon spritzer. <laughs> 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 you don't know about Zuthus, Yoko? Zuthus? Yeah. I, b- I believe. Palomar <laughs> Vs. <laughs> so where, where Built the dome from the shore. <laughs> I believe this this dome. He kind of leans in. I believe the dome may have may have been a vault too. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I feel like I'm talking more like the Vikings in the group? The Vikings in the group. I so much more of a fun accent. <laughs> You're speaking the way that everyone should speak, yeah? yeah? yeah we I'm wall wall. It's totally too. normal. Don't worry about <laughs> it. It's okay, well. <laughs> Skull. 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 
I don't believe we we said the proper toast no, to start the episode. Oh, so let yes, me yes, yes. let me start us. Fire, blood, steel. The stuff, stuff of heroes. <laughs> Long ago, this Hyperborean sorcerer prince, Valmavis, from Zuthus, I believe, gathered servants to build this dome. This dome, of this, or a vault, I believe he called it, I believe was intended to imprison some sort of some sort of demon. Don't remember the name. I believe um, this prince sort of calculated his arrival. And he came into the dome and was somehow trapped here. This, this demon, I believe it may have, may have held some demon of some kind. But I think uh, it's, it's unclear from Hyperborean lore and various manuscripts that I've researched from the Sages Guild in Cremerium, the great library there, of course. It's unclear if the demon ever escaped the dome. The, uh, the final whereabouts of Valmar V is also quite, quite in question. I believe this dome might, might be an interesting foray this afternoon, I believe. Should be hopefully a quick out and back. Well, these That's are unsurprising turn of events. Just legends, right? Yeah, a surprising turn of events. Unsurprising, Yoko. Mm. Nothing surprises you these days, I believe. You went from let's not leave the path for any case whatsoever to... It is, it's when you roll a very high reaction adjustment mm-hmm. on your re- reaction check. <laughs> Decided to uh, feel a little uh, so more interested in it, I believe. Yeah, let's go to the dome. That's, as I said before... <laughs> the treasure that is not the diamonds that is ours. First, let's uh, is it uh, it's lunchtime now, yeah? Ish. Yeah. Uh yeah. Okay, so we go to the dome, we have lunch. <laughs> Ooh, sounds good. Dome, lunchtime dome. Dome looks like a lunchtime place to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not a bed and breakfast. You don't never know until you try. <laughs> I will bet you 50 gold <laughs> that it is not <laughs> a bed and breakfast. Dako casts fool's gold. You don't, you don't memorize that spell. Vimerize. That's the no, term I, for don't, I do not upside know. Upside down W's and M's. Vimerize. No, no, no. <laughs> um, okay, to the dome. Yeah. kind of leads the donkeys. Okay. I believe we're able to, we just head straight back this way towards the cactus and we should be able to find the... Uh, River Ales once more. Wait, you didn't say we'd leave the donkeys, did you? No, we'd ride the... Uh, Val's like, I cannot leave the donkey in the desert. Okay. <coughs> so... Desert donkey clumping sounds. Uh, Yako wants to pay attention as soon as we like start going towards the dome, making okay. sure that it seems like we're getting there at the appropriate rate. Okay. If he thinks it's like a mile or two away... Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Like, once we like travel like an hour... Okay, yes. If we're still like a mile or two away, he's going to like flag it. Just thinking about like making sure it's not a mirage and imagine gotcha, the distance. Gotcha. He's paying attention yeah. to all that. So that's very, very wise. Very wise. As you. um, He's heard stories. Heard stories? Oh, about oh, domes. Deserts, mirages. mirages. Oh, interesting. So that is very interesting. As you, you, you know, literally. I'm just. Vol is extremely surprised by your astute recognition of such things. And as you do get closer to it, you travel about a mi- what you think is about a mile. And the dome seems the same distance from you. Motherfucker. 
Sorry, slightly closer. The dome actually seems maybe by your amazing math skills, maybe about like one seventh as close to you. Does the sun appear to have moved correctly over that amount of time? Yes, it has. <coughs> you have progressed about an hour's worth of time. Mm. And it seems, excuse me, it seems about. In what rate are we traveling at? About ten and a half miles a day. Uh, because that's based on 30? Yeah. And so if I sent something that could go 120 to scout that way. Mm, what, what might that be? Grimmer <laughs> the Falcon. Grimmer. Grimmer? Ah. Vol's, Vol's just kind of like riding. He's like, he's, you, you feel like he's kind of a little wigged out too. Is, he, he is Hawker still bug-eyed? Yes, he is. First hour, he is still bugging. Yeah, I like. I'm so excited. I'm like, I go up to Sigurd. I almost even like pat him on the back, but then like right as I'm about to pat him on the back, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but then I'm like Sigurd, man. Like this thing, it it's wild. It it's not here, but it's also not there. It's, <laughs> Hawker, it, you got Hawker, you you you're literally getting that weird depth perception again. Like it's like it's there, it doesn't blur for a second. It seems like maybe another mile away, but then it's closer. But then it's like a mile. It's a weird, really weird trippy effect on you, Hawker. I think that there's something going on here. Do you still see things at the dome? Oh yeah, it, it's definitely there. It's just because we are not getting there as quickly as we should be. Did you math that yeah. out? Do we yeah. all notice this, or is it just... You all think of the same thing. After about an hour, you're like, huh. You're, you're, defi yeah, you're definitely closer. You're all definitely closer. This this but thing, this, this sort of thing can happen in the desert. Perhaps it is just farther away than we ever could think it was. No, I don't think that's what but, it is. But uh, it could be magical. It could be a trap. We could be dying without even knowing. <laughs> I have how far do we want to go off the path? I, I believe I have flagged this, and I think we should go with my original thing. Save the dome for on the way home. It's a rhyme. If we turn around and look, is the path where it should be? It seems about right an hour, like, like the correct amount of time behind you, yeah. Mm. Who's I to say when we turn around and go to the riverbed that it won't be farther away now, too? Oh, yeah, we could be trapped in the middle of nowhere. I, uh, you say it took us an hour. We're going at 30. Grimmer can do it in 15 because he's faster than us. Uh, I, and I can see him not that far. Uh, well, actually, 300 yards. What do you think, Sigurd? Should we keep going? I'll send Grimmer back. I'm going to send Grimmer to fly back to the riverbed. Okay. And I don't, I don't remember the exact rules for how far I can see him. Honestly, it's like 120 yards or something. 120 like yards, field, which is not a quarter mile. No. <laughs> I mean, it would take a half an hour if we stay put. If he can get it's back there at 15 and back normally. Yeah, you can just, you can just send him. And Let's have lunch now. Everyone, I think maybe we take a we take a moment, and we should uh, we should rest, feed the donkeys, water them, and uh, I will send Grimmer to scout a little bit to make sure that we can return to our uh, original path without any issues. And if we can, I believe we should because I think we are being messed with. Mm -hmm. Seems reasonable. I was like, "All right, anybody need another lemon spritzer?" I still mm, do. Cheers. Cheers. Skull. Skull. 
<laughs> I still think that there is treasure at the dome. Yeah, but there might be a dome that we could never reach. Have you ever heard the story of the man that could walk halfway to the place he wanted to go every day? I, I heard this story. He never I, got there. I have... <laughs> every day he got halfway. Local, I have been places that you can never reach. How did you get there? <laughs> That's it. You know, these things happen. It, uh, mushrooms? No, it was not mushrooms. Lotus leaves. <laughs> <laughs> All right, as you guys uh, break for lunch. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, are we recording? Yes, we are, Yoko. Thank you. Check. Thank you for checking. Good check. Good check midway through the game, like you always do every game. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, a, that's nine a standard procedure. <laughs> nine episodes without a blunder. That's oh, okay. Could nah, be worse. I like 19. Where are we at? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I have nine, uh, nine recordings. Sessions. Right, yeah, right. nine sessions. So. A little behind the scenes. Yeah. We do multiple sessions in one sitting. Multiple episodes in one sitting. Um, yeah, you guys kind of break for lunch. You know, it's, it's pretty much, uh, you know, donkeys kind of gather. He just gets them all close together. They kind of hang out. You you water the donkeys a little bit, and you, you see them start to grow just a little bit more as you water them like a flower. What now? No, I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> 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 water the donkeys earlier. That was funny. Um, we have t- entirely switched <laughs> <laughs> over to a different game. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Hawker, you're still like itching to go. Hawker uh, sees the donkeys grow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you see the hair just. You see a cool like shudder as the lead donkey just takes a little drink of water. And it seems you almost see the water flow through its body and <laughs> come out the other side. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm also just kind of no. It's not even like that relaxed anymore. I'm like acutely aware that maybe people like know that I'm tripping and I'm like. <laughs> Not completely comfortable with that. I thought I was hanging out in the back. I didn't think anyone could like see me eat them. I don't think I'm like acting weird. Am I? I, I maybe I, I like I asked Sigurd like, am I? Am I acting weird? Am I? I asked Yoko like, am I? Am, am I acting weird? You, you seem very much like you always do to me. Yeah. I mean, you're a little you more talkative. I don't think you've ever said these many words to me before. <laughs> You mean weirder than normal? <laughs> yeah. I, I oh. second this or do you just mean weird? <laughs> I do not think you have actually ever talked to me, Hawker. I so mean, I sort of liked, I liked the new Hawker. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I guess, I guess in the desert, there's really no place for you to hide. Yeah, you know, I don't trust a lot of people. Ooh, it's getting deep. Oh, I feel very honored. <laughs> Is there yeah. anything you would like to share in this moment, Hawker? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Hawker, I want you to know this is a safe place. You are among friends. Perhaps I, I mean, mean maybe perhaps maybe. Rocky could play a little bit of a song and you maybe. could maybe release what's inside you. I play It's All Right to Cry. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody hurts sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) um, What is going on here? So, Um, as you're playing the song It's All Right to Cry, in the background, Vol's like, This is, I love that. This is a great song. I love it. 
I've never heard this one before, Frank. He's very good. He's, 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 he's like, you feel like Vol's just, he's also kind of enamored with the scene and is just drinking these lemon spritzers as, you know, you're not even sure where he's getting them. He has like a, a drinking horn you think it's might like be a completely a different spiked. lemon spritzer than we know. Might huh? be a little spiked. <laughs> Um, and then Fracky, you r- roll. Fracky, roll your. Um, you're kind of humming to the beat. Roll uh, a wisdom check, real quick. That is uh, a pass. Uh, that is eight under twelve. Eight under twelve. Cool. Yep. All right. So as you're playing this note, you just have a little break in your song for a second, and you hear a little behind Sigurd, maybe twenty twenty yards out. Sigurd, turn around. <laughs> <laughs> what do I see? I look. You, you see, all of a sudden, Sigurd, as you, huh, what? As you look behind, behind you, you see this, you, you thought, it, it seemed like sand moves for a second. It's sort of a, a shifty sort of S-like pattern. And then all of a sudden, it kind of stands up just a little bit above the sand, a sort of five-foot-long, is that a snake? Oh, crap. And there's a huge, like, asp snake about um, 20 yards behind Sigurd kind of coming toward him slowly. He's the clo- closest one, t- closest person to it. You have a b- very large snake kind of slowly approaching you about 20 yards out. What would you guys like to do? There will be a role for initiative very soon. Parlay. Parlay? <laughs> oh. Do you speak Slytherin? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, I uh, ready my crossbow. Parcel tongue. Parcel tongue. Thank you. Parcel tongue. Thank you, Harry Potter fans. (laughs) (laughs) Nerds. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) No one knew we were nerds before. (laughs) I'd like to summon a daemon. Daemon. Hawker. As soon as, as soon as, uh, as soon as, um, uh, you hear Fracky say this and points to Sigurd, you're like, oh yeah, Sigurd. Oh my God! There's a snake. Oh my God! There's this poison dripping from its fangs. Drip. Drip. Drip into the sand in front of it as it kind of slithers towards you, and you hear it like crunching the sand as it slithers toward the party. No one else hears uh, this, of course. I run. I run away. You just run away, beeline particular yep. opposite direction. Yeah. Okay. You're. <laughs> Roll a uh, roll a d six real quick. Um, I'm gonna say one was toward the snake. <laughs> so two, two is sort of counterclockwise. So two. So you're running just like due north, not exactly away from it, not exactly toward it either. <laughs> so you're running. Hawker just takes off running. You're, so you're gonna be running due north. Boof, boof. Hawker just see just. Running away. All right, but what are you guys going to do? We're going to roll initiative in a second. Swing in the sword. Like I said, I ready my crossbow. Okay. You'll summon summon Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Don't burn your spells. It is that kind of game? Uh, Hawker, would, I mean, uh, Yoko, would you like to uh, declare anything for Q and T since they are equally uh, hopped up on lemon spritzers at this point? They will, also s- they will also summon demons. T's got a... Holy crap. <laughs> T's Surprise! T's got a, got a uh, block of cheddar in his right hand. <laughs> uh, got a short bow for T. Yep. And uh, Q will prepare to defend me with his spear. 
Okay. Roll a uh, dexterity check for T at this point. Sorry, a test of dexterity for T. What's the dexterity score? I think we had that written down somewhere. 14 for okay. T. All right, so he needs a, a 3 out of 6. Test of dexterity. Fail. Fail. He drops his block of cheddar into the sand as he grabs his bow out of his thing. He goes, oh, damn it. He got kind of startled with the snake. My second roll. <laughs> he, he, he kicks his foot over and buries it. Oh, that's good. That preserves it. All right, roll a... <laughs> All right, roll a uh, initiative score. I'm going to roll on the screen here. Like a five. Six. DM also rolls a five. Sorry, everybody. Dexterity check. Come on, man. How does the uh, the weapon class work again for these sorts of situations? Because like I weapon class is cool. If you have a higher we- if your weapon class exceeds the opponent's weapon class by two or more, you get to attack first. If even if it beats you coming towards you, that's a cool uh, ASSH rule. So, it, my bastard sword is a weapon class three. Mm-hmm. So if a if a sort of creature with physical attacks would be at a one or a zero actually, it's a zero. So you beat it by three. Let's see here. I have to like find this particular creature's dexterity. All right, so this thing goes on a 10. All right, what's your, uh, Yoko, will you be able to track dexterity order for me at this point? Sure. Uh, Sigurd, what's your dexterity? My dexterity is nine, but I do have the weapon class three bastard sword. Cool, sounds good. Yoko, what's your dexterity? 16. Okay. Faraki? 16. Wow. You guys can choose who would like to act first. Uh, Hawker, what is your dexterity? 13. Okay. Yeah, this thing goes on a 10. And, uh, um, <coughs> oh, wait, I'm at 15, actually. I lied. You're 15? No. It's good, though. Always trying to get uh, and then I got... Uh, Vol actually goes on a... So T is at 14 seven. and Q is at 10. So Vol I will on a seven, fire my crossbow. Well done. You see oh the snake just slithering. It's just slithering so cautiously. Frocky's at 16. Yakel's at 15. Hawker's at 13. Snake is at 10, as is Q or T. I can't remember. And one of those guys is also at 14. And Sigurd's at 9. Okay, Frocky, you're up. All right, 20 yards away, the thing's slithering towards you. You guys get the jump on it. Faraki? I missed. We have a uh, disapproving look from Faraki. Faraki's not What'd happy. You What'd you get? I got a three. Three, okay. <laughs> Sales. There was a plus one on that, so oh, it was actually a four. A four. Okay, okay. But, uh, you know, it goes not good. <laughs> a little bit lower than way longer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, the asp. Slithers towards you. Looks up and just watches the arrow. You see the little snake head watch. Hawker, you see the snake, whoa, whoa, whoa. the snake's eyes. What do you mean? Next up. I say Hawker. Yackle. No, 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 sorry. As the arrow goes over the snake's head, Hawker, you see the snake's eyes watch the, watch the arrow sail over it. Flavor. And then it looks <laughs> forward. It kind of seems to be looking right at Sigurd as it comes towards your party. Sigurd, watch out! <laughs> <laughs> All right, who goes next? Yakko. Yakko, okay. Summon demon. Holy crap. All right, new spell, level two. This is... <laughs> what would you like to summon, Hawker? I mean, Yakko's going to... I mean, oh, uh, it doesn't... Oh, it, it, it comes next round. Okay. 
So I spend a whole... It takes you like a round to do the yeah. summoning ritual. I spend a whole round doing this, and then it shows up. And then it shows up. <laughs> so uh, Yakko Summon starts... Summon demon level one. Summon demon one. But the demon can attack next round, okay. right? I'm going to say yes. And then you also uh, get an action next round. Little. Correct. I'm judging that to be the truth. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so, uh, Yakko, would you please describe your ritual and things that you might do yes. to summon a demon? Yakko starts... T- Drawing in the air, uh, light blue symbols. It, uh, there's pentagrams involved. There's uh, what looks like perhaps lightning bolts and icicles. You can't really tell the difference. And uh, he's muttering to himself in Old Norse various wer- wer- various things. Uh, and uh, he's very entranced by his summoning of a defender, Damon. A defender. Okay. So this the spell you get to choose Defender, Illuminator, or Seeker. Summon, summons a random demon or demons to assault sorcerer's enemies as directed for no longer than six rounds. Targets must be pointed out straight away. This uh, is going to solve by this in the ass. I really, standard, yeah. huh? I really feel like Defenders this is sort of summon. swatting a fly with a cannonball. <laughs> it, it, it looks a big snake, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's that big. It's a five-foot snake? Five foot? Five, five feet? Oh, five I feet long? I did not listen very well. <laughs> Those lemon spritzers. That's kind of a regular sh- snake size. <laughs> <laughs> that's not really, that's just, that's just like a little snake. <laughs> Vol kind of looks at you and is like, Yoko, what, what are you doing? That is, I don't see the symbols in the, as we spent the time in I'm getting here. But what trying out some notions. What are you doing? <laughs> He starts talking. All right, uh, so you you start you cast this you start summoning this demon. All right, I'm, I'm gonna make you roll that uh, chart in next round. We'll yeah. see what comes up. Okay, cool. Um, raise hands, Yoko. Yes. Uh, Question. Yes, uh, student Yoko. Okay, let's say uh, I summon a demon. Uh-huh. Demon. Or demons. Oh shit! Yeah, uh, and that like um, kills the monster. Uh huh. And then the demon turns on us. Uh huh. And then we kill the demon. Uh-huh. Do we get experience points for both the monster that the demon <laughs> killed and killing the demon itself? Quite possibly, because demons are always terrible. And I mean, it feels like that's a good experience. That's a good experience to go through. It's going to be quite now, an experience to go through. We'll see what So those, uh, we could actually just sort role. of never do anything and just span summon demons. Span now, summon demons? We could just farm demons. I think the first <laughs> <Yeah>. time. <laughs> now, Yokel, I don't want to metagame here, but this is a terrible reason to summon a demon. <laughs> What no. are you thinking? <laughs> you, when you learn a new song, you want to play it, yeah? <laughs> I learned a new spell. I want to play it. This is not a good analogy. <laughs> we will see what happens. Maybe the snake has friends coming later that we don't know about. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wha- Better safe than sorry. <laughs> Sigurd is singularly focused on defending himself from yes, the snake. That is a good choice. All right. right. Uh, you begin casting the arcane spell. Woo-hoo. Who's up? Uh, Tawawi. Okay. Tawawi uh, has his bow out and will shoot the snake. All right. Tawawi misses the snake. Does he? What does he throw? Six. That is a miss. Yes. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> Tawawi is done. Hawker, you <laughs> see the snake's eyes again. This time go to the right and watch the arrow sail. Over its head. The snake does not seem to be phased by such frivolous attacks. Drip. 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 
Who's next? <laughs> Hawker. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, I don't. Hawker. I don't want to tell you your to business, north. Hawker, but... For one round, Hawker, you are <laughs> running to the north, scrambling through the sand. <gasps> the snake has strangely hazel eyes. <laughs> As you run and you pause and you think, and your mind slows and thinks about this beautiful thought, beautiful eyes. Is that red poison dripping from the snake's fangs? Who's up next? Uh, the snake and kill. <laughs> Did Sigurd? Okay. Well, Sigurd's last. The uh, snake advances. But snake, but if he gets, if he, the snake comes near Sigurd, he gets to hit him. That's right? true. That's okay. true. Well, let's just do kill. We'll do kill first. Okay. Kill. Well, he's just next to me with a spear. Okay. Oh, okay. So he's just kind of holding. He's been holding. He's defending me. Defending you. Yeah. He's such a nice guy. <laughs> That's what he's paid such for. Such a paid. <laughs> what a paid mercenary. That's a good job. Let's see. Is he is. Uh, Actually, can you roll a uh, roll a two d six, Yokel? See how is he how he fares under the uh, the desert journey. And this this the snake coming towards you. What do I, I want high for morale, right? High for morale. Yeah, two d six. Roll high. I'll give you your Yokel's reaction adjustment on top of it. Eleven. Eleven. He's just like, <laughs> I've seen bigger snakes than that. Yeah, wait, wait till you see my. <laughs> wait till you see what I'm doing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You manage a pause to Ooh. say that as uh, he comes towards you. Uh, the snake... That's what I say when I cast a spell every single time. <laughs> the snake seems to pick up speed. <laughs> you almost hear it. Hawker, you do hear it. <laughs> as this thing slithers and just flies towards you in the sand, the sand trail, kind of rushing up behind him. And he gets very close to you, Sigurd, but can't quite get there. Um... Uh, this round. seems like you have one more round to act before it is going to be a right-in-your-face Sigurd. Kind of rolled kind of far distance away, but 20 yards, 60 feet. It gets very close to you in this round. Close enough that I could move to it and attack Yes, it? you could. You could move up. You could. You could. You're, uh, I said 20 yards, which is 60 feet. It moved up about 40 feet closer to you. She'll be about 20 feet away from you now, Sigurd. Next round. Is 20 feet close enough that I could charge at it? Yeah, that's exactly the right range you need to charge it. <laughs> then I will charge at it and, you know, uh, like like running through the sand, big swing, two-handed <laughs> bastard sword. Uh, okay. Uh, trying to uh, attack this giant snake. All right. Or so it, you're able to get there. Go ahead. That is a 10 on the roll. All right. What's your uh, fighting ability again? Plus two. So a 12 total with okay. fighting ability two. Ah, you hit the snake as you come down on it with your bastard sword. That is a total of 13 damage. Whoosh! You just slice it in half. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and it dies. <laughs> 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 no. Hawker, you see for a second as you're looking to the right, Hawker, as as Sigurd slices <laughs> the snake in twain. I, snake, I yell the back. Head. You see the fangs out, blood dripping, flying through the air, grazing across his face, and you think he winks at you once, and then falls and a pile of sand. 
erupts uh, as the snake's head dies. And I, you feel a slight cringe as... Was it too early for his time? What's such a young snake? I, it's, so I yell back at, at the party like, I got it, guys. No need to uh, to do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> and just then, Yuckle, the final, the final rune traced, completing so the I, ritual. I, just as in the air, as the sand, as the as the snake dies, I turn towards Yokul and I say, "Hey, what that? That was not such a big. Oh no!" <laughs> and this swirling. Vortex of sand. It's okay. I have an idea. <laughs> you see this like that makes one of whirlwind us. of sand. Let's see how it works. It's almost almost like the sky almost gets darker for a second. This sort of dark cloud comes down, goes right into the sand, and this like pit that's wait that derives. wait yes wait yes. point of order yes when casting this spell. The sorcerer must state his choice as the final word of his incantation. Okay. Would you like to change your mind as, as you see the sand, this Hell cloud, yeah. this <laughs> swirling smoke of, of, of uh, sort of concocted cloud just comes down into the sand, goes all the way down to the depths of Underborea. This isn't going to help. And comes up. You see, emerging from the sand, this pit that's that's driven, coming up from the sand, is a... Seeker. A seeker. Interesting. To search and destroy. A class five lesser demon. Oh, fuck, that's worse. Emerges from the sand. <laughs> maybe that maybe that was worse. No, takes these backs. Joko, you fool, you've killed us all, you arrogant bastard. Uh, just James, maybe. <laughs> We're all gonna die. <laughs> like. <laughs> Quick pause as we determine exactly what a class five demon looks like. How far away is Hawker? Uh, 30 feet. He probably ran 60. He's probably 60 feet to the north. How fast can a demon run? What? It depends on. I'm imagining very. (laughs) 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 Can Hawker just kite this thing for us? I don't know. Probably not. (laughs) All right. No. It's it's just a lesser. It's just a lesser demon. Is James with us? But it's a class five. Yeah. Oh, he's here. He's here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just a class five. So a six. So immediately. Can we just this, get like sort so of a you see in front of you a metagame understanding of what a class five lesser demon means? You <laughs> appear this thing goes <laughs> comes out of the sand, this mercy like It's like six inches tall. Dust. Yeah, it looks like a little little uh, gumby. Hi just guys. Hey, what's up? Hey guys, you want to take something? What do you want me to what do you want me to seek? <laughs> uh, you see this like somewhat grisly, hairless hound with powerful real legs and a rudimentary hands instead of front paws. This demon is a faultless tracker and tireless pursuer. It is the cunning bees. enough to focus on its quarry and not the for its bees. alarm, though senseless carnage. If no prey has been designated, this demon will run amok, much like its brethren. Sorcerers have been known to summon these beasts as trackers and killers, though care must be taken lest they turn on their masters. You see this sort of like hound-looking thing with, it's almost like spewing bile out of its mouth. <laughs> what? 
Do I kill? It's like a hound with sort of a weird faceted tail. The two hind legs have sort of three claws that kind of as it kind of kicks the sand as it comes up from the ground jet black skin and these sort of five clawed hands kind of fold and like almost like a can't it's not really used to walking on them but it comes down and bows to you for a second master find where this serpent came from serpent what serpent the snake serpent's another word for snake that is not a creature to see it's a trail you'll need to track its trail Could you must describe the prey, name, species, and so forth to the best of its ability. The demon will then find another snake like this one. Find it. Um, no trails. If no trails found in six rounds, they will attack the sorcerer. Okay, okay, just uh, uh, yes, yes. <sighs> Lucky. It literally starts going off and kind of it kind of runs over to the to the asp, like picks it up and just like rips it apart. Rips into small pieces, rips into pieces, rips into pieces. Like, smears some of the, of the like, poison on its face. Ah, yes, yes. And just starts walking and just, you can see it, like, just starts to follow the trail. And it's like, you see this, this, this hound thing, like, sniffing and clawing at the sand and following this curvilinear lunch, serpentine lunch. trail. And, ah, yes, yes. Walks out to the distance about, you know, a few minutes out. Oh. Yes, yes. Okay. And then you see this like, <laughs> and just a, this another cloud <laughs> catches it from above, and then <laughs> and just like sinks into the ground. <laughs> and just <laughs> goes into the ground, into the sand, and the swirling vortex of I, dark smoke. I would say lunchtime is over, everyone. Perhaps we should return to the riverbed now. <laughs> Hawker, you, you see Yuckle? this too, and you're just, you're just what? like agape at like... Uh, was that? I think it was a warning, and perhaps we should con- go back to where we found it safer. No, I... Uh, I'm just going to go off on a limb here, Yakel, and, and assume that uh, that was you that, that did that. Yeah, I, I think I proved that uh, there's more dangerous things near here that we should be not going near. You know, maybe um, maybe you should coordinate with us the next time you're gonna do that. Like, I'm pretty good with this this sword. Pretty good with this hammer. I I just and sometimes I had a little depth perception issue, and I thought the snake was much bigger than it actually was. <laughs> just saying, maybe we should coordinate before you know you summon whatever the hell that was, and you had to tell it to do something. <laughs> I, I presume. Think it, I think it worked out pretty well, though, y'all. I feel like worked out is yeah, not is a the right way to describe what happened. I feel that like is a very generous interpretation, y'all. is packing everything <laughs> up. He's hurrying <laughs> Tawali and and Q to get everything ready to go and moving away from where the wow. the demon disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, hopefully, he's it. looking at Vol like, "Let's get out of here." Vol- but which way are we going? See, um, I think we. Small, I think it is. Uh, wait, and how long has it been since I sent uh, Grimmer away? He 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 comes back, and then you know, as soon as this sort of ends, you see him coming back, and it seems it seems to you that 
it would take about the same amount of time to get correct back to the trail. Correct time to get back. The correct time to get back, yeah. That's, so I think we are safe to go back to the trail. I do not think we can get to this dome now. We should wait until later. Should we get Hawker? <laughs> I think Hawker is heading he sort of back along the way we need to go anyway. Hawker uh, will find his way back. <laughs> You see, just kind of running, running around in circles. Hawker, you just start to like kind of, you're kind of like, uh, you know, uh, you know, like Fresh Prince, just kind of, you know, you know it's like uh, I don't know what to do. I mean, uh, like, uh, uh, you know, you're just kind of confused about <laughs> what's the uh, was it Carlton dance? It's just like, right. uh, <laughs> that's kind of weird. You saw it, and again, like you just saw all the details of this lesser class 5 houndish demon emerged from the ground after Yokel's casting this sort of blue runes and drawing things in the air and uh yeah it seemed kind of cool it was awesome but you kind of pause you know like uh just you know 80 100 feet away you kind of stop and slow your step down and like huh what do you think, Hawker? Yeah, no, I was just maybe thinking about whether to draw my crossbow, but then I couldn't decide whether to fire into melee, so then I was going to use the pickaxe, but I really like this pickaxe. It's just, it's new, it's aluminum, but then, oh, man, this thing came out, and I could have saved, I could have saved, some, maybe I thought I could have saved somebody, but no, you know, it, no, we weren't even in danger, but I think maybe it's my fault that all this is happening, and I'm just kind of like, you know, I, I just like sitting down, like, feeling so awful that, like, I let this happen. Terrible trials of Hawker on mushrooms. <laughs> and Vol, you look back at Vol, and he's just, he's uh, dropped his lemon spritzer glass in the sand. Looks a little sad. Uh, pants slightly soiled. <laughs> looks looks at Yokel, and is just kind of mouth agape. Um, uh, he just doesn't know what to say, and he just kind of turns the donkey and walks back toward the trail. Just takes the you know donkey. Hey, train Vol, look away. at me. I'm the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I think we're gonna end it right there. Uh, <laughs> you know. I guess I didn't quite get to the dome, which is a little unfortunate for everyone, Uh, but I did narrowly narrowly survive that uh, extremely difficult, dangerous encounter. Uh, But I wonder who's the person who made that encounter the most dangerous, so we'll have to see for next episode. I'll try to release the next one uh, super quick, maybe at the same time. Here's looking forward to a better uh, 2021. If you guys want to check us out on social media, just try to post things occasionally on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at ZGS Podcast. Or uh, check out our website, ZephyrGamingStudios.com, for show notes, some maps, and, again, our wandering whiskey table. Again, check out uh, TotalCon, GaryCon, for some virtual uh, astonishing swordsmen and sorcerers of Hyperborea. Uh, and, again, cheers to the rest of 2021.